passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. This is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. There are 21 days until free agency, and I am so pumped to talk about that because uh, maybe I'm getting my hopes up, but I still think the Cincinnati Bengals will go into free agency getting some of their needs. And in the NFL draft, they'll get hopefully the best player available at the position they are looking for. For me personally, I am extremely terrified of what the defensive line, the trenches look like right now going into the 2024 season. I'm scared on February 21st as we're recording this. I do think it'll look different in three weeks. I think it'll look different when you get into the month of April and before you even hit training camp. They will have more bodies, new faces, maybe a similar one or maybe an old face will will be back. Uh, Hopefully DJ Reader, but we'll see. When you think about this wish list for the Cincinnati Bengals, how do you want them to handle it as we're recording in February? Again, all this can change in March. Uh, they need they need somebody at right tackle. You can't go into the draft and your starting right tackle is Cody Ford, Deontay Smith, Jackson, Carmen competition. Like, I couldn't think of a bigger – yellow like giant neon sign that says we're drafting a tackle guys <laughs> right at 18 because you have to mm-hmm. that changes even if you get like a george fan if you get a george fan over there you can go like we could survive 
it's kind of like the kind of like Riley Reef was. It's like we can survive on that. You're Riley <laughs> Reef away from a Lombardi. That just gives me so much PTSD. So I think you have to sign some type of right tackle. I think there's a lot of options. I think to me, I think I would go with solid versus potential. I think if I wanted to get potential in the right tackle position, I would go to the draft. I don't think they're players in like the high end market when I'm thinking of Mike on I don't think they're players in that market. Tyron Smith, not players in that market. Unless those guys come to them and just want to play it kind of like, I guess the Orlando Brown thing. Yeah. But otherwise, like it's not realistic to think that they're going to go after those guys. In my opinion, I think Trent Brown will be in their price range, but it'll be because he has some off field stuff. Not like, not, not anything illegal. No, just he in his last contract had a weight clause and, Patriots media, it seems like every offseason is wondering, where is he? Is he going to show up? And then uh, it also felt like with the Raiders, it was like a, oh, that's what we're getting <laughs> like nope. type of situation. And outside of New England, he just hasn't been that guy. So I'm, I'd have a lot of concerns there. You move into maybe it is a Jermaine Illuminor guy. I mean, that just feels destined, right? It does. I think that's solid. I think that's fine. I think it provides you okay play. They're not going to be in the Jonah Williams market either because I think he'll actually be closer to Unwainu than he is like uh, an Illuminor in terms of like somebody's going to give him some money, I think. We'll see. Um, but yeah, uh, it could be Illuminor. It could be Fant. It could be... That's, that's kind of like your... That guy can play mm-hmm. tier to me. And then you have the tier that's like that guy hasn't done too well lately, but I sure am interested. Now, I wouldn't personally be in this market, but that's where I could see the Makai Becton Frank Pollock reunion. Although I don't think Becton liked playing right tackle for the Jets. That is one was like he hasn't played well the past couple of years. Had his best season under Pollock and is a high potential signing for like low risk or yeah, low risk in terms of money, although high risk in terms of your quarterback. And that's also where Yash Nyman would be for me, where I, I he got I think he got moved to like the fourth tackle for the Packers, and he was not good in their playoff game, and he was up and down when he played it during the season. But there's a lot of athleticism there. There's a lot of reason to believe it could get better. I don't know. So that I would I personally would mess with that solid right tackle market, that Illuminor type, versus mm-hmm. trying to go into some of those risk situations could be low money, but which could be low risk money wise, but high risk in terms of like your quarterback could die. Uh, so I would definitely go there. I'm signing at least two defensive tackles. I think you have to realize that's a weakness on this team and you can't rely on a guy falling to you. So you need, I think two defensive tackles. I think you probably want three new defensive tackles this off season. Like, ideally, you sign Sheldon Rankins and Tyre Tart, and then you go into the draft and Johnny Newton falls and you get him too. Like, that would be awesome, right? Like, that sounds great. Or maybe you get Devondre Sweat in round two, or you go for Byron Murphy or whoever. Like, you get a round one, round two DT to go with those two pretty good defensive tackles, and now you've turned what had no depth into a position group that has a lot of depth. That would be ideal to me. And uh, other than that, gotta sign, gotta sign a, a tight end. I think. Now, I don't think you have to. I would, 
but I think you could probably do the sample Hudson thing and survive again. It's just if Bowers doesn't fall to you, then you're probably that that's probably going to be basically your unit for the year. I mean, I haven't watched that Sanders guy or Stover or some of these other guys, but it, it feels like it's Bowers and then a pretty steep drop. Like he's ready to play week one and the other guys, well, they're, they're tight. They're going to be tight ends that take a second. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I think you go into, I honestly think they're going to go, they'll get one offensive tackle. I wouldn't be surprised to see them kind of look at the guard room, but nothing too crazy, nothing like guard money crazy, um, but a little bit of competition possibly. The for- Dalton Risner connection with Riscotti, the new uh, coach, is interesting to me. Although <laughs> nobody mentions it. That connection to KJ Osborne. I have mild interest, not too much, but. If you, know you wanted what? to find a wide receiver who can see the field and can play some slot, it's there. <laughs> I would love any addition on the offensive side, but I do think that they go into free agency as no crazy spender in the tackle room. And honestly, Jonah Williams, he's going to get the bag and he'll go to a team where he doesn't have to face Miles Garrett every single year and he'll he'll dominate. He'll truly dominate at his position, and we'll see it. And I hope he does. I wish Jonah Williams all the best, but that's what's going to happen. Um, I think that they're kind of more in the tier two tackles in free agency, maybe almost kind of close to like an average. Would that? Would you say Jermaine is around an average? Or yeah, both? sure. Yeah. So we'll go average, just like a two-year deal, nothing too crazy, um, but still be in the market at 18 to get one of the tackles if they fall in that range, which I think there will be a tackle available when the Cincinnati Bengals pick. Um, unless it goes crazy and the top 10 people decide we're going to go offensive lineman, offensive lineman, wide receivers start to fall. So we'll see what that looks like for them. But I think in free agency overall, if we're just focusing on that, right tackle in free agency, um, maybe another offensive line, because you need depth. You need to look at the center position too. And then I look over on the defensive tackle, and I agree with you. I could see them bringing three bodies in. But I think defensive tackle is where they go and spend that big money. Uh, Because every year I feel like they have like that big splash free agency name and they're productive. I've been really happy with them. And I I know Orlando Brown, we'll see what he does in year two with the Cincinnati Bengals, but I I believe in him. But I think that they will spend money on a huge defensive tackle. Maybe I'm getting my hopes up or it's wishful thinking. I'm optimistic about it, but I think that's where their big name is going to come from. I don't even think there is a big name coming. You don't? You do like like do you mean like a what what, what do you mean by defensive tackle big name? Do you mean like a Chris Jones player or do you mean some a okay. step below that like Matt Step below, or, step below, yeah. step below Chris Jones. I think Chris Jones is in a, in another world. If I'm the Kansas City Chiefs, you have a really hard decision in Chris Jones or Sneed, which one you're extending. I would extend Chris Jones. Yes, yeah, sir. But there, I wouldn't be surprised if they extend Sneed 